You have control of this. This belongs to you. This is yours. You're the captain. You're the master. You're the foreman. You're the general. You're the head. Don't give control of this to nobody. Especially the devil. Do not let Satan come in here and function and operate. Because he has one mission. To keep you off course. To make you not think it's possible. To make you think that God don't hear you. His job is only to destroy you. To make sure that you don't become what God intended for you to become. That's the mission of the devil. Now, if you don't believe in the devil, this conversation ain't for you. If you don't believe in God, this conversation ain't for you. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to people who are spiritually based. If you get control of this, that's why I'm telling you these two books. Look, the, the, the best book you can read is the Bible. If you read the book of Proverbs over and over and over, it's the book of wisdom and understanding. It would really help your life, man. If you just read, I'm going to be honest with you. That's the only book in the Bible I've read cover to cover. I've only read the book of Proverbs. I've read some scriptures every now and then. I only know five or six scriptures by heart. I'm just going to be real with you. But I memorized them five or six scriptures. And them five or six got me here today. I know a lot of people that know the Bible inside out ain't got nothing to show for it. You know why? Because they memorized it, but they didn't apply it. I have applied six scriptures to change my life. But these books that I told you about, The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale and The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz, you know what it does? It just teaches you how this works. Once you get this, y'all, you can change everything. Do you understand negativity? Let me just give you this and I'm going to walk away. Negativity, you can protect yourself from negativity. And that's what stops most people, negative thoughts. You can coat your mind from negativity. It's a real simple exercise to do. I do it every morning before I walk out the door. So I walk out as a positive person. You know, I get tired sometimes. That's different from being negative. Because I get mentally drained from my job at times. But to coat your mind from negativity... The way you can put a coating around your mind is with one simple thing, gratitude. Gratitude erases negativity. I'm going to show you how this works. If you wake up in the morning and you start having negative thoughts, man, this ain't my day. I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. I'm tripping. I just don't feel myself. Every time you feel in the middle of the day, if you feel yourself doing that, stop. Just stop for a second. And start going over in your mind everything you have to be grateful for. Not everything you want. Everything you already have. Because what you have is substantial. You just haven't gone over the list and taken inventory in a long time. But the fact that you can walk, that's a blessing. The fact that you woke up, that's another blessing. The fact that you can see, think, reason, that's another blessing. The fact that you can go somewhere and get yourself something to eat. That's another blessing. The fact that you can go and turn the key and call someplace home, that's another blessing. The ability to dream is a blessing. The, the, the fact that you have an opportunity to get it right is another blessing. The fact that you're beautiful, that's another blessing. The fact that you have any measure of health, that's another blessing. And I'm just talking to you, I don't even know you. I could give you 50 things you ought to be grateful for right now. I don't even know you. 
Start coating your mind with gratitude. It'll change everything for you. God is good, man. You ought to give him a chance to work in your life. The capacity to strengthen and increase your hunger is the one common denominator amongst the most successful people. You know, um, you know Richard Branson's a good friend of mine and Peter Goober, Steve Lynn, all these guys, they've never lost their hunger. Most people are hungry to achieve a certain amount, make a certain amount of money, and then they get comfortable and relax, or to get a certain level of fitness, and then they relax. But, you know, Richard is as driven today as when he was 16 years old starting. I mean, he's like on fire, and he's 65 years old. Warren Buffett is 85 years old. He's as driven today as when, you know, he began the journey, right? And so people that have that hunger, I believe intelligence I love people that are wickedly smart, and I work to be wickedly smart by educating and training myself and so forth and training my brain. But intelligent, there's a lot of intelligent people who can't fight their way out of a paper bag, right? Hunger is the ultimate driver, because if you're hungry, you can get the strategy, you can get the answer. If you can't model it, you can find it. Another guy I interviewed is a man named Kyle Bass. Kyle Bass took $30 million, gathered money together, a lot of money, but other people's money, Turn into two billion in the middle of the subprime crisis. That's a very big up. return. <laughs> you can say that in two years, right? <laughs> oh my God! So I'm like, how did you do this? It's, it's yes. historic. There's several books you read, and they open up the chapter in some of the most historic books written recently. Um, the gentleman who, who wrote uh, Flyboys also wrote one of the books, and he starts out talking about Kyle Bass doing this. This incredible piece. It's like it's like being there with him. But the way he did it was he risked six cents to make a dollar, and he just leveraged that up. So wow. he could be wrong how many times and still break even? Fifteen, he could be wrong fifteen times and make money. So what? He's also smart as hell. He looked at things, he evaluated things, it's more detailed than I explained in the book, but the core they all have in common is they risk for, for valuable returns. And I say to you, there's more in you right now that's represented in your bank account. There's more in you right now that's being reflected by your life right now. Your life is not a true reflection of your potential. You have greatness within you. You have the ability to do more than you can ever begin to imagine. There's a reason that my favorite book says, as a man thinketh, so is he. And as he continues to think, so he remains. In order for us to begin to break into that level of greatness that we have within ourselves, you have to make a conscious choice every day to expose your mind to positive messages. So I put myself on a regimen. I do this every day, and I suggest that you do it. Write this down. Number one, listen to motivational messages every day. If you have Choosing Your Future, a set of tapes and CDs that we produce, or Creating Your Greatest Life, I guarantee you, if you do what I'm sharing with you right now, for six straight months, every day, your life will never be the same again. I guarantee it 100%. You listen every day for one hour to Creating Your Greatest Life, any of those messages, because faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. What it will begin to do is interrupt the story in your mind. It will override the story that you believe about yourself. It will distract all the negative thoughts that you have that's holding you back, that held me back for 14 years. When I used to go see the number one motivational speaker on the planet, Zig Ziglar and Tony Robbins, and, and my heart said, I can do that. I love to help people. I'm just like my mother. And then my mind will ask how. And I went from my heart to my mind. And my mind would say, Les Brown, you don't have a college education. Les Brown, you've never worked for a major corporation. Les Brown, you were labeled educable mental retarded. They call you DT, the dumb twin. You're not as smart as your brother. Have you ever thought about something you wanted to do and you convinced yourself 
that you couldn't do it? See, sometimes we need to have some external voices. And so by listening to motivational messages, that began to override the negative thoughts that I had about myself in my mind. And it gave me a new story and empowered me and gave me a vision of myself beyond my circumstances and mental conditioning and started me to writing a new chapter in my life. And so now, money will never be another issue for me. And that was an issue for most of my life because I didn't know what I did know and I thought I knew. So one you have to do is that you have to have mindset development strategy where you are deliberately taking an hour every day listening to a motivational message. Every day, here's something else. Read 10 to 15 pages of something positive every day. Why? And read it with conviction and, and stay focused. 10 to 15 pages every day. This is seven days a week? Absolutely. Absolutely. Every day, McDonald's know that you know where they are. Burger King know that you know where they are. But every day they have some advertising. They have billboards. They have radio. They have television. Why? Because by exposing you to those messages, that will begin to impact your behavior. It will drive you into the place to purchase what they're advertising. Now you're advertising for your greatness. And faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. So you want to listen to positive messages every day. You do this, I'm telling you. Your life will never be the same again. And read 10 to 15 pages of something positive every day. I read two to three books a week. Why? Because I have goals and dreams of things I want to achieve. I want my life to count. I want to make a greater impact. At this stage of my life, I'm working on my children's 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 education. A good man leaves a legacy for his children's children. So I'm working on their education at this point in my life. And as I begin to look at myself in order to achieve more and to do more, I know I have to work more on my mind. The major key to your better future is you. Now, my first suggestion is transfer this to a card or something where you can put it up where you can see it every day. Preferably put it up where you can see it at the beginning of the day. Before you go off to put the day together, this is a good phrase just to glance at, to keep in mind as you're putting the day together. It's called the silent seminar. If you'll just let this talk to you during the day, I found it to be tremendously helpful. The major key to your better future is you. <laughs> For a big share of my life now, I didn't have uh, this one quite figured out. Among a lot of things I didn't have quite figured out. Many things used to puzzle me back in those early days. I used to wonder why two people could work for the same company, one make twice as much money. Now see, that used to puzzle me. And maybe they were the same age, graduated from the same school, live in the same community, work for the same company, with the same products and the same services. They've got the same traffic, the same problems, and one makes a thousand a month, the other one makes two thousand a month. Now that was my puzzling question. Why would this long list be the same and the money twice as much? I asked, what's the difference between a thousand a month and two thousand a month? And I don't mean a thousand a month, I, I could figure that out. But what, what makes the difference? Why would one person do twice as well, three times as well, speaking economically? Now, I know there's more than one way to do well. I understand that. But in this little narrow area called compensation, what's the difference? Well, back then, with my faulty thinking, I'm trying to reason it out. I thought, well, maybe time makes some of the difference, right? Some people do better because they have more time. I used to say, Harold ought to be able to do well. He's got a lot of time. If I had all of Harold's time, I could do well. Now, that's got to be dumb, right? Number one, you can't get somebody else's time. 
A guy says to me one time, he says, you know, if I had some extra time, I could make some extra money. I said, then forget it. There isn't any extra time. <laughs> hey, when the clock strikes 12 midnight, that about wraps it up, right? I mean, you can look around the gongs there for a little more, but it's over. You say to the guy, what are you doing? He said, I'm looking for extra time. He said, they'll come and take you away, right? <laughs> there isn't any more time. Now, if you can't get more time, which you can't, what could you get more of that would make a difference in economic results? And here's the key word. Make it a part of your notes. We're going to consider it tonight. The word is value. And I have a little phrase for your notes. Value makes the difference in results. Value makes the difference. You can't get more time, but you can create more value. Now, here's the first lesson of economics. Everybody should learn it from the time they're old enough to understand what a dollar means. How to earn one, how to get one, how to keep one, what to do with it. First lesson of economics. We primarily get paid for value. That's lesson one. Bringing value to the marketplace, that's how you get paid. You don't get paid for the time. I know it takes time to bring value to the marketplace, but you get paid for the value, not the time. Now, since that's true, here's one of the key questions of the evening. Is it possible to become twice as valuable at the marketplace and make twice as much money in the same time? Could you become three times as valuable? Make three times as much money in the same time? Is that possible? The answer is yes, if. And it's always if, right? Life is known as the big if. Harry Truman once said, life is iffy. How true. And here's the big if we're going to consider it tonight. It's possible to do much better at the marketplace if you go to work primarily on yourself. 